Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Christian. I am a spiritual mentor, and you are listening to Talks from Sacred Solidarity. So let's go ahead and talk about the name change first, guys. Obviously, we are no longer Talks from your virtual sister circle. So I went ahead and basically changed the name of the online community that I started from your virtual sister circle to Sacred Solidarity. And one of the biggest reasons of why I did that um, is because I want I just wanted the name to represent more of, you know, who I am trying to represent with the brand, you know, who the brand is versus what it is. You know, obviously it's a virtual sister circle, you know, obviously it's an online community. Um, But, you know, I wanted it to speak more to what you can expect from the group. Um, Sacred energy, obviously, because we're focusing on healing, we're focusing on finding our divinity and, you know, being the best version of ourselves, but also solidarity, you know, the reminder that we are stronger together, the reminder of the power of community and how, you know, the fortress that you get from sisterhood, the fortress of protection and love and support and motivation that you have around you when you are connected to like-minded individuals is very, very powerful. And I wanted to speak to that. Um, So there you have it with Sacred Solidarity. And also guys, there is a group chat now. So I've always wanted to do like weekly live sessions or some type of event sessions. But I was like, why don't I just make a group chat where we can just be in the group chat if we need something. I'll post discussions every now and then. So I'm currently building the group chat. And if you guys are interested, I would definitely recommend following us on Instagram at Sacred Solidarity. I did not make a new Instagram guys. So if you are already following your virtual sister circle I literally just changed the name on it Um, but you can find us on Instagram at sacred solidarity and then you can look in the um, link in the bio and if you go to that link in the bio you can find the group chat Um, you can also find the direct mention to the page if you're on my Instagram real pixie r-e-a-l-p-i-x the letter c Um, but yeah we are talks from sacred solidarity and I hope you guys are ready to just get into it and ready to move forward i really 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 want to be consistent with weekly uploads so please let me know what you guys want me to make i'm going to be posting suggestion boxes on the instagram often in the story post so if you have something you want me to make a podcast on please let me know because i really want to upload every week for you guys so let's go ahead and talk about what we're going to be getting into today so this episode we're going to be talking about establishing your worth um i have five points that we're going to get into every time i make a podcast episode i really just get on here and ramble for 45 minutes but i really want to give myself a little more flow basically i want to make it easier on myself because sometimes i'm like what did i say already what haven't i touched on So we're going to be talking about establishing your worth. Um, I feel like our worth is something that we have to um, determine. We have to enforce. We have to understand what our worth is. Nobody can tell us our worth. Nobody can, you know, impose our worth on us. Truly, it comes down to what we feel our worth is. Um, So we are going to be talking about establishing our work. I thank you guys. um, Excuse me, establishing your worth. Um, But I thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys as always. And yeah. Yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it.
So the first point is the foundation of your worth. So most of us, the foundation of our worth, our value, how we see ourselves, how we view ourselves comes from our childhood. You know, so if you grew up in a household where your opinion mattered, where your vulnerability was praised, where the unique things about you, you know, made you special and you got a lot of attention for it. Or like I said, you got a lot of praise, you got a lot of love, a lot of appreciation for just being naturally yourself, then you might feel like, you know, your authenticity, your uniqueness is a very big part of your worth. If you only got praised when you were being obedient and when you were following the rules, then you could have grown up to think that your worth rested in, you know, your obedience and your ability to just be a subservient type of person, that there was little to no worth in speaking your truth or speaking your mind. And you can literally put that across a bunch of different situations and outcomes, you know, Whatever we go through in our childhood really, really, really plays a big part. And, you know, us seeing what our worth is, us recognizing what our worth is, us knowing that for ourselves. So to understand the foundation of your worth, go back to your childhood, go back to what you saw, go back to what you felt. You know, did you feel important? Did you feel insignificant? Did you feel like there were a lot of big decisions made without your input or without your say so? Now, I would maybe say the generation of parents now, you know what I'm saying? If you're in your, you know, 20s or early 30s and you have children, I feel like most parents now are very diplomatic, you know, like they have conversations with their children. Now, maybe everybody doesn't, but I definitely think that when we were growing up, maybe if your parents got divorced or if you have to move or if you have to switch schools or if you couldn't do this or that because y'all didn't have money, maybe your parents didn't necessarily sit you down and have you in there with them, you know, talking about the nitty gritty and the decisions and you know what was going on in the household and of course kids don't need to know about certain stuff like I mean we can only understand and comprehend certain things as children but there are a lot of very big decisions that are made for us you know we don't even decide what our name is you know we come into this world and we are who they say we are you know your belief system your religion you know the way that you look you know the type of person that you date the type of person that you feel you are your level of confidence even your sexuality can be determined or directly influenced by the people that that are around you and the things that you experience in your childhood. It plays such a huge part into what your worth is and what you accept today. And I've been kind of discovering some things recently that go back to my childhood and certain things that I experienced growing up. And I think the next part of me understanding these things is understanding how I want to fix them, how I want to be better, how I want to do better, how I want to, you know, encourage myself and remind myself that those things that I feel are not all that there is to reality, that there is another option, that I have a different, you know, avenue that I possibly can go down. You know, all thoughts don't have to be scary. All thoughts don't have to be, you know, heavy and, you know, keep you up at night. There is a possibility to feel a different way about certain things you've experienced in your past. And I think tapping into that is a really big part of the foundation of your worth. Now we're going to talk a little bit about healing and how we heal things that have affected our worth. But, you know, I think it's just important to know that you have an option to heal. You know, a lot of people feel like, you know, I saw my mama get treated like this. My daddy was like this. You know, my sisters got these type of men in their lives. My friends got these type of men in their lives. I can't expect that I'm going to be able to get A, B, C, and D. Everybody tells me I'm thinking too much. 
much. Everybody tells me I want too much. I've never seen anybody be an entrepreneur. You know, nobody's ever done this before. I don't really see if it can happen. You know, you always have an opportunity to determine who you are, how you feel about that, what you want to change, how you want to change it. You are always in control 110,000%. And I think that that could be a difficult thing for people to realize because once you understand you are in control once you know you're in control if you don't do anything about it it's up to you and it's on you and I think that's why a lot of people kind of avoid healing and avoid therapy and avoid getting help because they'll tell you exactly what's wrong like you can look and figure out exactly what the problem is but are you going to do something to make it better or are you going to just continue to sit in the same stuff that you've been sitting in and not do anything differently so it's really important to understand that you are in control of your worth you are in control of how you feel about your worth and you are the only person that can determine if you are worthy or not or what that looks like for you And again, you know, different things that we see um, in our families, you know, outside of what we see from our parents, just different things. You know, if we see someone in a happy relationship or maybe we feel as happy because they have a ring and they have a house and they have a car, but we know this person is getting cheated on, you know, or we know this person isn't getting what they deserve, you know, different things like that can kind of plant little seeds in our mind to make us feel like, well, you know, maybe this is okay. Or if you saw your mom, you know, bust her back and break her back off every day for work, you know, just working and working and working, never having a day off. You know, even now, if you still have a mom that works like that, you know, that could have definitely planted a seed in your mind where this is what it looks like to be strong. This is what it looks like to handle business. This is what it looks like to be successful. And unless I'm clocking this many hours or I'm doing this much labor, then I am not worthy. It's not, it's not hidden for me. I'm not giving that. So I think it's really, really important to, of course, understand the root. I am literally queen root. I always tell you guys, get to the root, figure out the foundation of your worth. Um, so let's move into the second point. The second point is outside influence. Outside of what you see and what you experience in your childhood from your parents, there's a lot of things that influence our worth. Um, When you are around your friends, you know, certain people are going to think you're cool for certain things. Other people are going to think you lame for certain things. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, as a young person coming up, you might feel your worth is lying in if you have the newest shoes or if you have, you know, weave down your back or if you have the latest cell phone or if, you know, you able to get a car while you still in high school so you can roll up to the school in your car or if you have you know somebody in a certain grade asks you to prom or different things like that you know stuff that we experience in school definitely defines our worth as well to ourselves because school is like its own world it's like its own society and you can say this about work you can say this about church you can say this about government you can say this about the coffee shop literally every institution, every group, every space is going to be a hierarchy. And I guess that's just how we're built as humans. Somebody has to be the best. Somebody has to be the most worthy, the most valuable. You know, that's just how it is. You know, there has to be a best, there has to be a most desirable, and there has to be a not so desirable. And we see who people flock to. You know, if you were the type of person 
you know, in school where people never picked you um, for sports and stuff because you weren't really that athletic, but everybody always wanted to, you know, cheat off of your test because you had them right answers. I'm low key talking, but I'm really talking about me right now because I definitely was a kid in school that nobody picked me because I didn't like being active. I did not like being outside. I did not like PE and I wasn't even going to participate. You can put me on a kickball team. I'm not even going to kick the ball. I'm not even going to try. I don't care. Like people be like, you won't even try. I don't care, girl. I don't want to be active i'm not gonna get active i don't want to sweat it's 12 o'clock we about to go to lunch after this why y'all want to sweat i didn't get it but i always got picked last for pe or ain't nobody picked me and i just had to go default on somebody's team y'all that literally was me i uh, i literally have ptsd standing there like i used to get so anxious about but i was so happy the couple times i got to be the captain and i got to pick i was like yes but y'all know in that space like that, of course, you got picked last, but everybody wanted to cheat off my test. So we experience our worth being very flexible as well. We experience, you know, maybe seeing, you know, being very cool in one space, but being like a lame in another space, you know, or being the golden child in one particular scenario. And then you go into another scenario and you're not that person. So I feel like we experience our worth changing up a lot. And I feel like that kind of makes us feel like it's okay to not feel good all the time. When in reality, that's not okay. You know, you should always feel good. You should always feel valuable. You should always feel picked. Now, yes, in life, you're not always going to be picked. That's very realistic. You might not always get picked for the job interview. You might not always get picked to get the home that you want to get in. You're not always going to have things handed to you. You're not always going to be the best. You're not always going to win. But none of those things should ever determine your value. You should always feel good. And we're kind of taught that if we don't win, if we're not the best, we shouldn't feel good. If we don't get good grades, we shouldn't feel good. If we don't do this, we shouldn't have a good time or we shouldn't celebrate ourselves or what you happy about this? This ain't nothing to be happy about. You should have did this. What you happy about this for? So I feel like we're kind of taught that our acceptance of ourselves is conditional, that it's only, you know, worth acceptance or worth, you know, celebration if it's the top, top, top of the line, you know, not just if it's good, it has to be great. It has to be over the top. And I definitely think a lot of that comes from all of the different spaces where we're seen in so many different lights. And this is true. Y'all, this is probably, this is such a true statement, seriously, that your worth will literally change in the different spaces that you're in. You know, black women talk about all the time when we go to China, when we go to other pieces in the world, other places in the world, we got people thinking we Beyonce cousin or thinking that we Beyonce in the flesh, taking pictures with us, acting like we a celebrity. They, they, they can't take us. And let me tell y'all, when I went to Cabo, them people acted like I was a mermaid up out of the sea, honey, and not even Cabo. I remember going to a predominantly white cosmetology school and those white girls would tell me all day like you are the prettiest black girl I've ever seen oh my god you look like Beyonce y'all know I don't look like no Beyonce but they valued me so much versus me being other spaces and feeling invisible you know I think that we definitely experience that so much in today's culture especially as black women we go in one space where it's people that you know literally could care less about us we could be invisible and we go in another space where we are praised where we are a commodity sometimes even a token item you know that ain't the best type of love but you know what I'm saying it depends on the different spaces you're in and I think we can even experience that shit like during black history month you know when no company said have anything to say about us but now all the companies want to feature the black people using their products and they want to cast you for the commercial 
and that might be the only time you get booked in the whole year you know but that's how they do us that's how they do us but we see that in so many different spaces you know if you're a very short person it might be cool for you to be short in one space you might feel like okay that's cool if people like short people are oh short people are cute whatever whatever but you go in another space where everybody wants you to be super super tall or you know that's the only thing that is um accepted you might not necessarily get the same warm welcome like um i know that in order to be a disney princess you have to typically be pretty short um because they you know just kind of expect the princess to be short especially if you want to be like a tinkerbell or a Minnie mouse or something like that you have to be really short but honey you come to the um runways in paris talking about five two you want to be a disney princess then people not gonna have no time for you you know like in one space we are praised and in another space we're put down and we do that to ourselves naturally because I feel like we a lot of us are not even a lot of us I can say probably all humans haven't experienced love in every space you've been in sometimes it's been love sometimes it's been hate sometimes it's been disgust sometimes it's been betrayal sometimes it's been you know praise we get different energies from all the different people that we're around you know you might have one person that sees you as like the strongest most wise person they've ever seen in their life and somebody else that feels like you are nothing feels like you don't have it figured out you don't know nothing you at the bottom of the barrel apparent according to them so if you are letting your worth be determined by what this person thinks or what this person thinks or what this person thinks you'll never be settled You'll never be comfortable. And the reason I wanted to talk about outside influence is because a lot of times you feel like you don't think you're smart or you don't think you're capable or you're not confident. When in reality, a lot of us really do love who we are. We really are confident in who we are. We really wouldn't want to be another person. And if we were another person, we would quickly realize like, damn, I'm not meant to be this. I'm meant to be me, you know, because we are meant to be ourselves. So I feel like a lot of times you know, we feel these terrible things about ourselves. I'm not smart. I'm not pretty. I'm not educated enough. I'm not successful enough. When in reality, it's all of these outside influences making you feel a way about yourself. You fine and you feel fine. You know, you fine. But because of all the outside noise, we're not able to understand how we truly feel about ourselves. So let's move into the third point, determining your worth. So let's just talk about a few things that we can do to determine our worth. The first thing is asking yourself, what do you bring to the table? This is why it's so important to be mindful of those outside influences, because what do you bring to the table? If you've had people tell you, you ain't smart, you can't take care of nothing, you ain't shit. If you have people shit on you your whole life, you might ask yourself, what do I bring to the table? And you might not know what it is. Knowing your worth is hand in hand with knowing what you bring to the table. How can you know your worth if you don't even know what you bring to the table? How can you know what you're capable of? How can you know what your, where your value lies if you're not even aware of what you can do for somebody, for something? You know, like I hear people always say, you know, on a job interview, they ask you, what can you bring to the company? What do you have that you can bring to the company? Maybe because I'm a Leo, so I'm full of myself anyway. I ain't never had no trouble asking that question. I can tell you exactly what I can bring to the company. I can tell you why I'm the only person that can bring it. But everybody cannot do that. And sometimes it's faking it till you make it, you know? So sometimes it's not even genuine. But a lot of times people have trouble pinpointing their greatness, pinpointing the best parts of them. So you need to determine what you bring to the table. Who are you as a friend? Who are you as a lover? Who are you on the job? Who are you as a mentor? Who are you as a family member? You know, are you the type of person that someone can be inspired by? Are you good at supporting people? Are you someone that tells the truth? Can a friend come to you to go to the club or go to an art museum? Are you that multifaceted person that can be anything that someone needs? You know, where do your strengths truly lie? 
And of course, you guys know me, I'm queen balance, right? So finding out where your strengths lie, of course, goes hand in hand with finding out your weaknesses, right? So if you feel like, dang, you know, I could be a little more trustworthy or I could be a little more open, I could communicate a little bit better. You know, like I definitely have communication issues in friendship. Um, it is very hard for me to express how I feel. Now, I've been doing it, but I really have to like force myself. I really have to like coach myself and be like, you're doing the right thing. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Go ahead and do it. Send a message, send a message, send a message. Say what's on your mind. Say how you feel. You rehearse it a thousand times. It's going to be okay. Like it's low key the most. It's low key the most. I really Really have to like aversion therapy my way into expressing myself or being open about how I'm feeling and it's not always fun but I know it's what I have to do if I want open connections I know it's what I have to do if I want friendships that are serving me in more ways um, than you know just surface level and I also know it's what I have to do if I really want to test the people that are around me and make sure that they're worthy of being around me. Because I also know that if I can't express myself to you and have those types of conversations with you and reach you on a real level, then you really don't have no place in my life anyway. So when you don't speak up, when you don't let it be known what you need, you miss out on so much. And similar to when you don't heal, when you don't tap into, you know, how you can unlock the best parts of you. You miss out on a lot. If you feel like you can really, you know, motivate people and push people forward, but you can't do that because, you know, you feel like you're disappointed in yourself and you feel like you can't celebrate yourself and your self-esteem is really low. So you find it difficult to, you know, boost people up. You working on your self-esteem is going to make you a better friend. It's going to make you a better partner. It's going to make you a better person on the job. It's going to better you in so many ways. And that is how you level up your worth. That is how you raise the stakes. Everybody talk about price going up, price going up, price going up. Why has the price gone up? What have you released? What have you healed? What have you let go? What have you learned? What have you done that has been different? You know, how have you raised the stakes? How have you said, oh, I'm reaching this level today. I'm reaching this level next week. I'm reaching this level next month. How have you bettered yourself and gotten better with time? Because you're either going to get better with time or worse with time because life is constantly effing us all. Life is constantly stressing us all, making it hard on us to, you know, be positive and have a good mindset. Life is hard. We know life is hard. We experience the rough patches of life. We experience that to the fullest. As people, as humans, we experience a lot of hardships in life. And if you are not allowing those hardships to help you grow, help you expand, help you learn more about yourself, help you elevate, they absolutely will tear you down. They absolutely will have you out here looking crazy. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the things that we need to heal are not just going to elevate you know, our relationships and who we are to other people. It's also going to elevate how you feel about yourself. You know, we always are aware of the skeletons in our own closet. Everybody else might not know your problems, but you know your problems. And that stuff is eating at you to fix it. I know it's eating at you because it's eating at me, you know, and I'm regular just like you regular. So if it's eating at me, it's eating at you. That's how I feel about people. Well, let me not say that because everybody is not trying to be a good person. But if you listen to me, if you watch me, if you fuck with me, I feel like you trying to be a good person because I don't want to appeal to the masses. I was just talking about this on YouTube live a couple of days ago. Like if I wanted to, I could have a million followers. I could, I could have all of that if I wanted to. I have so many things in my life that I keep private. I have so many other things that I could put on display and talk about 
that I choose not to because I really choose to be led by God and share what I'm called to share. Like I didn't know I was going to even talk about establishing your worth until like 10 minutes before I started, you know, recording this and the points came to me and the title came to me and, you know, I'm very intentional about what I do and how I do it. And a big part of that is knowing my worth and understanding the gift that I have and not allowing other outside stuff to make me feel like my integrity or, you know, diminishing who I am or what I am or who I'm supposed to be is worth, you know, a short lived satisfaction. And I feel like that's something that we definitely do a lot. Like you might second guess your worth or, you know, put what you're deserving of on the back burner so you can really be friends with this person or so you can keep connecting to this person or so you can keep being around somebody that you know for a fact you're not supposed to be around you know we cut a lot of people slack and we give a lot of people leeway that they're not necessarily old you know everybody isn't old a million chances and i feel the majority of people in your life not all but the majority of people in your life that do you wrong are not supposed to be there forever Now, the people that are going to be in your life forever, they are going to do you wrong. But when they do you wrong, they're going to learn from it. You're going to learn from it. And you guys are going to be able to move forward together. That's the difference between somebody that you're supposed to grow with and someone you're supposed to grow apart from. And I don't even know how I started talking about this, but it's really important. And we're going to get in this too, but it's really important to be mindful of what you allow. And it's really important to, you know enforce how you need to be treated and be mindful of how you need to be treated so you can take the best care of your energy so you can keep continuing to do the work. You know, it takes work to coach yourself into making better decisions. It takes work to remind yourself that you are valuable, that you are worthy, even when you don't feel like it. You can't do that when you're stressed, when you bog down, when you haven't slept in days. You can't do that when you're in a space like that. You know, so taking care of yourself, taking care of your mind really, 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 really is key. And, you know, getting the most out of life as a whole and really seeing yourself, you know, come full circle and, you know, achieve everything that you are supposed to achieve. So again, with determining your worth, be mindful of what you bring to the table, be mindful of your gifts, be mindful of who you share those gifts with. And also, if you want to raise your worth, get into that healing bag. You know, like there are so many different ways to heal. There are so many different ways to release and accept the things that you've experienced. And what healing looks like is just releasing and accepting the past or understanding and accepting the past so it no longer affects you in a negative way. And if it does affect you in a negative way, having the power to redirect that energy so it doesn't turn a bad morning into a bad week. You know, you can be triggered by something and it can mess up your, it can literally send you, some people get triggered by one thing and it sends them into a psychosis where they literally lose themselves. Like the mind is a very powerful trap like the horror movies we see, the saw shit we see on TV, the jigsaw shit is real. Like your mind is full of traps. You can have something that triggers you and immediately it will send you into a deep depression because you keep going step after step after step after step. At some point you have to stop your mind in its tracks and tell yourself, wait, no, I am worthy. I am special. I am healed. I am better. I am growing. I am trying. And the more you say that to yourself, the more you build up that part of you. It's kind of like it. 
Have you guys seen the movie It? At the end of the It movie with the clown, all the kids, well, they're grown now, all of the adults get around the clown and they talking shit to the clown. They talking down to the clown. They're like, we're not afraid of you. You ain't nothing. You can't touch us. We're more powerful than you, whatever. And the more they're speaking over this clown, the smaller and smaller the clown gets until he fucking deflates and is dead. This clown has been killing kids for years, for decades. And all they had to do was take the power that comes from the fear from the clown and literally they release themselves from the clutches. It's the same thing when we have issues with insecurity or doubt or fear. You can keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in those thoughts or you can choose to say, hey, I'm not letting this control me. I'm not letting this control my mind. I'm taking power over my mind, over my space, over my energy, which is key, of course. So let's go ahead and talk about our next point. Point number four, reinforcing your worth to yourself and to others. So what does this look like? Just like I was just saying, talking to yourself and reminding yourself, you are worth better than this. You know, you're worth better than this. You know, trust your worth, trust that you're making the right choices. Also have people around you that have your same belief system. Because I used to have friends that did not have my same belief system. And I used to ask them for advice and stuff and it would just piss me off. It will really piss me off because I'll be like, girl, why are you giving me this weak ass advice? I'm not weak. I don't want to do the weak option. I'm trying to go for broke. I'm trying to do my big one. I'm trying to show out like I don't want the weak advice. I don't. I want somebody that's going to tell me how it is, how I would tell myself. And sometimes you don't have it to encourage yourself the way you would need to. You know, like the pep talks you give to yourself is different. But it's so good to have people in your life that can support you and let you know, girl, you know, you're making the right choice. I was right there with you. I seen what happened. I support you. You know, you're making the right decision. Don't let your mind make you think you're being delusional. Don't let your mind have you messed up. You on the right track. You doing what you're doing. You got it together. Like keep moving forward. Keep trusting yourself. Keep believing yourself. Keep getting like get it together. Like you have to do that for yourself. And if you can't get some people around you that do that's why we have this online community guys like that's why we have this online community because we need people that can lift us up when we cannot lift ourselves up and reinforcing your worth to yourself definitely comes from a lot of self-talk letting yourself know what you're worthy of and again having people in your life that can remind you of those things also reinforcing your work to others looks like setting boundaries and letting people know what you do and do not allow being bold about it not being shy about it not second guessing yourself and if you do do, and if you do that do that to yourself don't do it in their face if somebody is playing with you do not doubt yourself in their face okay do your big one go for broke trust your intuition whatever is guiding you in that moment it is what it is but after the fact you can have a conversation with yourself and be like you know i should have handled that differently or i should have handled that better But you never want to let yourself crumple or cower in front of the face of danger. Like it's kind of like if there's a monster in front of you and instead of just charging at the monster with all you got, like you got a weapon in your hand and instead of charging at the monster with all you got, you just lay down and let the monster get you. The monster might kill you either way, but at least go down fighting. That's what I'm going to say. Y'all might take advantage of me either way. I'm going to get played either way because that's how some people is. I'm a great person. I'm going to have people coming up to me that just want to take advantage of me. I might get played, but I'm not going to get played laying down. You're going to have to tussle with me to get played. Like, I'm going to let you know that you got me fucked up. We're going to have a conversation about this. You're not just going to play me for free. I'm going to make you work for it. I'm going to make you work for it. I'm going to make you really, you really going to have to trick me. You really going to have to get me messed up. You know, like make, 
people work for it. Don't just lie there and allow people to take advantage of you and play with you. It's not worth it. It's not worth it because time passes by fast. If you don't have any say so about who you are, what you want, what you will and will not allow, it will be very, very quickly before three years go by, five years go by, six years go by. It will be very, very quickly that you get to see like, dang, I cannot make my own decisions. I cannot stand up for myself. I cannot vocalize for myself. I need other people there with me. And you know what happens when you're someone with little to no voice? You attract people who have big voices and they defend you. They support you. Just like me, I have a very big, strong voice, but sometimes I doubt myself. So what do I have around me? People that can let me know, nah, you ain't tripping. And guess what? I do the same thing for them. I let them know, no, you're not tripping. You're making the right decision. You're doing your thing. So you really, really, really have to get a handle on it. You have to understand your worth. You have to know your worth. And it's going to always be hard to reinforce those boundaries. Well, let me not say that because it's hard for me. It might not be hard for y'all, but it's hard for me to tell someone you're not loving me correctly. The way you treat me right now is not right because I feel like people love us and treat us the way they think we deserve to be treated. I don't always think that people are treating you a certain way without thinking about it. Like people be thinking that, but nah, that's not true. Every human is calculated in everything they do. If someone is treating you a certain way, they are absolutely aware of it. And they've absolutely have had chances to change it or do something different. Just like when you know you're doing something wrong, you are convicted. Your spirit will tell you you're doing something wrong. Even the people that do something wrong all the, all the time. Even the hitmen. Hitmen, people that have been murdering people their whole lives, have nightmares every night. Night terrors. They can't sleep. Them bodies on their back no matter what they do. So it ain't nobody going through this life just treating people like shit and they sleeping peacefully. And they ain't got no kids in the world. That ain't how it is. Our spirit is pure. The spirit outside of this human that we're living in is pure, is of God. So no matter who you want to be or what you want to be, you are of God, living in God's world. God gave you a little drop of your spirit to have in this lifetime. And we have to make the most out of that. And we have to make the best choices. And we can't always be so concerned about, you know, speaking our truth and what is it going to look like and what is it going to feel like. You have to ask yourself, is letting this person be comfortable worth me being uncomfortable? And the answer for me is no, every time. Because it's not as simple as just being uncomfortable. If I let somebody play with me, I'll probably throw up every time I think about it. Y'all know how cringe we get when we think about old embarrassing shit we used to do? I can't imagine being at this big age cringing about something I did last week. I got stuff from fifth grade I'm thinking about. I don't need to add nothing else. We have all made bad decisions in this life. We've all done things that we maybe didn't want to do or we regret it. Like, and even if you ain't got no regrets, some people say they don't have no regrets because everything have a reason. Cool, baby. I'm glad you ain't got no regrets. I got some though. Okay. And whether you have regrets or not, you have stuff that happened in your life that was unfavorable. You have stuff that happened in your life that maybe hurt you or brought you down. So why choose to do that to yourself? And you have to have these conversations with yourself and you have to let yourself know the value of knowing your worth. Not even your value. Knowing your worth in itself has value and that makes you more valuable. That in itself will make you more valuable because you will choose people that will add value to you, not take from you. If somebody wants you to lay down, if somebody wants you to be quiet, if somebody wants you to just shut the fuck up and be disrespected and walked all over, that person doesn't want to add to your value. That person wants to take from your value. And we have to know that. 
If you don't think I'm smart enough to make my own decisions, if you don't think I'm smart enough to trust myself and trust my judgment, if you don't think I am, you know, creative enough to succeed as a business owner, if you don't think I know myself enough to know when I'm right and know when I'm wrong. And that's not to say that can't nobody tell you nothing, but you have to be mindful of who you have telling you stuff. Everybody in your life that's directing you is not directing you from a place of love. They're not. And you have to be mindful of how that makes you feel. When my friends give me advice, it empowers me to make my own decision. It doesn't scare me and make me feel inadequate and make me feel like I just need to shut the fuck up because I really don't know what I'm talking about now. If you're having a, a little doubt in your heart about something and you bring it to your friend, they should make you feel confident about making that decision as you move forward. They shouldn't make you feel like you're even more backed up against the wall. Be mindful of how people make you feel and do not... Do not put anybody else's being comfortable over your being comfortable and your being heard. It's not worth it. This life is too short. This life is too short and you cannot waste. I, I literally cannot imagine wasting any of my life allowing people to have such power over me when I could be doing what I want to do and making my life what I want to make it. You don't get time back. You don't get to say, oh, I want my I want my last 10 years back. I was in relationships that wasn't serving me. I want my last 10 years back. You can't have it back. You got to start wherever you at. And I would rather start right now. I want to start right now, girl. I don't want to start when I'm fucking 40. I don't want to be dealing with that. I got enough dealing with it right now because life isn't going to stop. You don't choose to know your worth and have your boundaries and meet great people the rest of your life. You're going to have people that test your boundaries. Like I said, they're going to test you. Are you going to be fighting for it, though? Are you going to be standing up for it, though? Are you going to be standing on it? And my phrase for this year has been, if you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for any fucking thing. If you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for any fucking thing. If I was having children, I would tell my children that, but I'm not having children. So I'm telling y'all. If you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for any motherfucking thing. People get anything out you and you have to stand for something. And I think yourself is a great thing to stand for. If you're not big into politics, if you ain't big into conflict, if you ain't big into animal rights, you should stand up for your motherfucking self. You should stand up for yourself. You deserve it. You have earned it. You are worth it. 110%. And let's go ahead and get into our final topic. So our final talking point is what do you say to yourself by how you allow others to value you and treat you? So we are in constant communication and constant programming with ourselves. Everything you do, every decision you make, whatever it is, you are sending a message to yourself. It could be a good message or it could be a not so good message. It's totally up to you. It's totally up to you. But a lot of times we send ourselves a not so good message about things when we allow people to take advantage of us. You know, you tell yourself that you're not worthy of your boundary. You tell yourself that giving somebody else what they need is more important than you saying no and getting a break that you need. You tell yourself that you'll never have time to do A, B, C, and D for yourself, but you constantly make time for whatever everybody else needs in your life. You tell yourself, oh, I'll never have money to, you know, dedicate some time for myself. But every time somebody needs something from you, you're the first one in your pocket, you know? 
Whether you want to or not, you are conditioning yourself to believe that that is how you want to be treated. That's why some people just think life sucks and they don't know why life sucks. They don't understand why life sucks, but they've accepted less for so long that they've conditioned themselves to think that less is what they deserve. So they've also conditioned themselves to think that they'll never get more than less. So they're also telling themselves that life sucks because this is all I'm going to ever get. I'm going to die with somebody that I am not very happy with. I'm never going to have a job that I love. And like I said, everything that I tell y'all about, everything I talk to y'all about is shit that I've experienced for myself. I've been in relationships where I've accepted like I'm never going to be happy. I'm going to stay with this person and I'm going to be miserable my entire life. I'm never going to be happy. I'm never going to have a happy relationship. This is my reality. Because sometimes we give up. You know, we're normal. Sometimes we give up. Sometimes we accept nobody's ever going to respect my voice, you know, because I have people that still don't respect my voice to this day. It doesn't matter what I say to them. I'm going to be gaslit. I'm going to be laughed at. It's going to be a joke. It doesn't matter what I say or what I do. It doesn't matter. But do I allow that to determine how I feel about myself? I can't. I can't. And I have to have a conversation with myself and remind myself, no, you are worthy. You are valuable. Look at the facts. Look at what happened. Look at what you said. Look at what they said. Look at what went on. Look at what transpired. Look at the facts. Take yourself out of the situation sometimes. Take yourself out of the situation sometimes, you know? I feel like in any misunderstanding, in any disagreement, in any issue, any problem, there's always room for two apologies. <laughs> like, you ain't never gonna have too much space. You know, you ain't never gonna have not enough space for two apologies. It's always gonna be room for two apologies. And there's nothing wrong with that. And when you are open to accepting your wrong in a situation, even if your wrongdoing is not setting your boundaries, even if your wrongdoing is accepting crumbs for too long, and now they don't even know how to give you the love you deserve because you, you've let them carry on for too long. I feel like that's a lot of our wrongdoing. And it's, it's so wrong to yourself. It's abusive to yourself. And it's abusive to others, you know? Because eventually, we don't know how that's going to turn out for them. You might snap. You might cheat on them. You might hurt them like they've hurt you. You might, you know, end up in a situation where you don't want to be in, you know? So many different things can happen. And we can end up in so many unfavorable spaces that we had no business being in because we don't want to speak our truth. You know, speaking your truth, being open about what you feel and how you feel quite literally is the only way to go. I really feel like, you know, in this life as a whole, we have so many different opportunities to rethink what we want, how we want to move, you know, how we want to evolve. You know, we have so many different chances to reevaluate and, you know, look at our life in so many different ways. But how often do we look at our life from a lens of my relationship with myself? How have I treated myself in this in treating everybody else how I've treated them, how has that allowed me to treat myself? Because we've all experienced, you know, breaking up with someone and you don't know what to do with yourself because you spent all of your time and all of your energy for the last six months or six years focused on what this person like to eat, what this person like to watch on TV, what kind of music this person like, when they like to go to sleep so you can be quiet, when they like to wake up so you can be up. We focus so much of our energy, not all of us, some of us, we focus so much of our energy on what our partner likes or even on what your parents like. 
So when you move out of the house or when you have to be on your own or when you have to be away from your friend, you don't even know what you enjoy. You have lost touch with yourself. You have not connected with yourself in your relationship. You are your first child. You are your first lover. You are your first partner. You are your first friend. You are the first friend that you've had. You are the first partner that you've had. You are the first person that has ever been in your corner. It is you. Outside of God, it is you. So how do you think you feel when you leave yourself? Knowing damn well you're the first person that was there. It's kind of like if you introduce two people and they get married and they don't invite you to the wedding and you're friends with them. You was there from the beginning. You have been there for you since the beginning. You know everything you've gone through. You know how everything has made you feel since the beginning. And you are not there for yourself. How do you think that makes you feel? It does not send a good relationship message. It does not send a good vibe. It does not send a good message to you. It lets you know, I can't really trust this person. I don't know who this person is. I thought this person would tell me about this. They didn't. What the fuck? I thought this person would listen to my intuitive messages. They ain't listening. What I'm doing? I thought this person would have been got out the situation. They still here. What's going on? When I started seeing myself as who I was in a relationship with first, everything about my life changed. And that is really, you know, establishing your worth, realizing that you are in a relationship with yourself first. Before you can love anybody, you have to love yourself unconditionally first. You have to love yourself when you're big, when you're small, when you're smelly, when you're fresh out the shower, when you got old clothes on, when you got new clothes on, when you wrong, when you right, when you up, when you down, when you happy, when you sad, when you're not taking care of your health, when you getting your checkups, you always have to be in your corner. You always have to love yourself. And we try to distract ourselves from ourselves so much with drugs, with bad relationships, with all kind of unhealthy addictions and unhealthy coping mechanisms. To just do what? Find your way back to your motherfucking self. Because that's what they're going to do when you go to therapy. That's what they're going to do when you go to rehab. They're going to make you find your way back to yourself. That's what you're doing. That's what this journey of life is about. Finding your way back to yourself. Finding your way back to you. Finding your way back to who God wants you to be. Finding your way back to your truest self. And that's where it starts. Being mindful of how other people affect you. Being mindful of where the first parts of that came from. Being mindful of how you can better take care of yourself and heal yourself and learn about yourself so you can raise your wealth um, and your worth. Your wealth as well. You know, like healthy life, wealthy life. We know that. Um, and yeah, you know, that's that's basically it, guys, about establishing your worth. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I really, really, really appreciate you guys. And I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this. Every time I do a podcast episode, I post on the Instagram, um, sacred solidarity, and I give you guys an opportunity to give me some feedback. So if you guys love this episode, you can definitely be on the lookout for the podcast, not the podcast, the Instagram feed post. So you can let me know how you are feeling about it. 
Um, but I really, really, really appreciate you guys. I hope you receive this message in love and I hope it inspires you to move forward and to trust yourself more and give yourself more love. Um, but yes, I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you so, so, so much for being here. And again, let me know podcast episodes that you guys want to see. Make sure you guys tap into the Instagram for the thousandth time. Um, so you can get into it, but I thank you guys for being here with me. It's always a new chapter, you know, and I really appreciate you guys, of course. And I love y'all and I send you guys many blessings and much success. Um, So yes, thank you all for being here. I appreciate you guys. Bye guys. Bless.